Welcome to Interviews with Entrepreneurs Show, where we interview entrepreneurs who are super awesome in their niches. And guys, we are back again with an amazing guest on our show. And this is round two with this special guest. So uh, last time when we did the episode, uh, it was episode number 20. And now this is like episode number 121 or 122. Almost like three years later, we are back again. And today's guest is Shakir Hussain. If you are living under the rock and if you don't know who Shakir Hussain is, he's the founder and CEO of WealthAcademy.com, Funnels.com. He's been nicknamed as the backpack millionaire, you know, traveling around the world, living and breathing the laptop lifestyle, but still be able to manage like everything accordingly. Not only that, in almost more than 10 years, he's been able to make like multiple six, uh, multiple eight figures sorry, multiple eight figures, which is amazing. There are so many things we can talk about because so many things have even like changed in the last three years since we had the very first conversation as well. He's been, um, you know, he's been in the network with guys like Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson, Richard Branson, and so many other amazing entrepreneurs as well. So the big question is this, how these entrepreneurs who started from scratch and had no idea how to sell or market their products or services online, and then later on made over six figures, seven figures, eight figures, or even nine figures, became best in their niches and found their dream customers to sell. My name is RJ Ahmed and find this all out on our interviews with entrepreneurs show where I interview all these entrepreneurs and try to pick their brain on how they actually did all of that and how they took their business as well as their life to the next level. This podcast is all about the entrepreneurs who strive so hard to become super awesome in their niches Welcome to Interviews with Entrepreneurs. So please welcome the one and only Shakir Hussain. What's going on? RJ, how are you, brother? How are you, bro? Alhamdulillah, I am doing very well. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Alhamdulillah. Well, three years later, we are here. That went fast, man. Thank you for having me. That was truly fast. Yeah, it went really fast. Like time flies for sure. I mean, there are a lot of people out there who have joined since then. uh, And I would love to uh, would love to know a brief backstory for the people who are living under the rock who didn't know about like how you started over a decade ago. And then you went into the business. Uh, you became early adopters in a lot of different things. We're going to talk about that as well. And then you are here, mashallah, right now. So like, can you like do a brief backstory of like, how everything started from for you? And since you're yeah, here so now. I'll give you the short version because I know you want to ask me lots of uh, questions and such. So I got started when I was around 21 years old, just like most Asian brown parents. You know, parents said, go to school, go to college, go to university, get a degree, get a job. And when I was around 20, 21 years old, I came across internet marketing. And, you know, I just went all in. I dropped out of university. I started my business. It was like nine months of like nonstop, 12, 15, 18 hour days trying to crack the code. And then when I did, you know, my very first year, full full year online, I made about $120,000. My second year, I made 225K. And then my third year, I made over $1.2 million. And I was around 23, 24 years old. And I've been very fortunate before the age of 30, I generated over $30 million in sales. And I've gone through lots of crazy journeys, uh, stories that I think we're going to discuss today. So that's pretty much it. Over the last five years, I created an agency called Funnels.com. Became one of the fastest growing agents in the industry. And so that's the 
it's a eight figure business right now. And that's, that's my focus. And then on the side, I have worldacademy.com. That's kind of geared towards more newbie entrepreneurs, people that are starting yeah. out. And funnels.com is for people that have a business, they have a website funnel offer and they want to scale it to the next level. So that's pretty much what I'm up to these days. And um, yeah, let's, let's go from there. Oh, wow. That's, that's pretty amazing. I mean, the very first question uh, that is in my mind right now is, is a really common question, which I normally ask from the people who, who've been in the space like for so long, is like, first, like how you've been able to survive for that long? Like so many things came by like uh, in, in the journey. So like, yeah. what, was, what was your plan and like how you be able to survive and what's your plan to survive for the next decade since AI also came along? Okay, so this is, um, this is a very good question, actually, because there's a lot of people that they can have success for one or two years or th- three, four years. But yeah. They can't maintain it for five years. You know, I've mashallah, been at it for over 10 plus years. I average well over seven figures a year, you know, a lot more. But I, I, I've, I've been able to do that because of a handful of frameworks that I always follow. Some of these frameworks are written. Some of these frameworks are just embedded in my mind so that when I start a new seven, uh, a, a seven-figure business or an eight-figure business, it's very easy for me. And I say that lightly I, because I can quite – because I've, I know the systems, the funnels, the processes, and I've done it so many times. I've built yep. around, over 11 different businesses to seven figures each. So for me, it's just like an art and science. One of the reasons why I believe I have been around for so long, successfully, should I add, mashallah, is, is I'm very perseverant. Like I have a lot of perseverance, right? So I'm very perseverant in, in terms of like, what do I want? What do I want? What's the price I'm going to pay to get it? And I'll persevere without worrying or thinking about what other people think of me. I, I, mm. th- that sort of like, what do people think of me? That is very small. I, you know, I have only like four or five very, very close friends, my family and my wife, right? And so it's like, I listen to some of what they say, but most of the time I'm just like in my own little world and I just... Something I learned a long time ago, which was everyone will go through, you know, failures and lessons and learning curves. But how fast do you get here? And then how fast does it take for you to get back up? I have a very close friend of mine. He got hurt with one bad relationship and now he's been single for the last, I don't know how many years. Oh, right? wow. And so... I, I've seen this, right? Like people will fail in business or they struggle with in, in something in, in business and then do they never back up? So what will differentiate you versus everyone else is you're also going to get, you might be traffic changes, you might be something, something, something will happen, but how fast do you get hit? And then how fast do you, does it take for you to get back up? That I believe because I've been able to shorten that, that, that time it takes for me to bounce back up, that's what I believe has helped me transition and, yeah, transition into like long, longevity of success. 
Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like that's pretty interesting perspective, actually. Like how fast you can like get back up after getting hit by like probably something. At the end of the day, you're always gonna face any sort of problems, and you can take break, and you can always get back up. Correct? Yeah, one hundred percent. And and you, it doesn't like sometimes people think, oh yeah, if I make a bunch of money or if I become successful, suddenly the pro, the, you know, all this stuff goes away. It doesn't really go away. You just learn how to deal with it in a better yeah. fashion. Does that make sense? Like you, you yes, actually absolutely. learn how do you how do you deal with it. So a lot of the challenges I I face, it's not like there's no challenges. It's just I just know how to deal with it. Yeah, that's that's a different way to just look at the problems. Yeah, it's like for example, have you ever have you made your first million dollars yet? Not yet. About okay, to. inshallah, sweet. Yeah. Okay, so. Imagine now you make a million dollars. Imagine now you make ten million dollars, and you lose a million dollars. You know you do some bad investment, whatever. It hurts, right? It hurts because you know you've had success. Now you go and invest in something, and someone steals it from you, or you lose the money in whatever investment. Now imagine you've lost five million dollars. The fifth million doesn't hurt as much as the first million. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, very quickly, what you do is you build this thick skin. You build a level of thick skin where, you know, you can get hit, but it doesn't affect you. You know, it's like, you know, I can lose money. It doesn't affect me as it did once upon a time. I can also yeah. make a lot of money, and it doesn't necessarily, like. Without being, uh, without sounding ungrateful, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make my day if I make a sale or not. Am I happy? Yeah, sure. I'm always, you know, practicing gratitude and stuff. But does it make my day? You know, like, am I like, oh my gosh, I need to jump up and down? Most of the time, no. That's that's the crazy thing. Is like you also get immune to it, just like how you get immune to getting punched in the face. You know, if yeah. You, if you boxing, you know, I I started boxing about 12, 12, 15 months ago, and I had I've lost around thirty pounds so far, right? And so I've oh, lost wow. a lot of weight. Yeah, because during COVID, I'd put it all on and doing crypto trading and all sorts of stuff. So I remember yeah. getting in the boxing, and the first time I got punched for my trainer, and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm sorry," and I was like, "Whoa, he just hit me!" I was like, <laughs> "I can't remember." And I said, "Someone punched me in the face, right?" But I got basically punched in the face like whoa and so then you get punched in the face five ten times it's the same thing in business as well you can get hit so many times but if you can build a thick skin then it doesn't hurt as much right yeah so that's that's my well, yeah, like yeah. that's definitely an amazing uh, perspective and analogy, like how you actually explained how how the secret was for you in order to stay relevant in the past 10 years. So the follow-up would be, how is planning for the next 10 years? Now, since AI also came around. So, uh, so here's the thing. What I've seen is a lot of the people that didn't last long, I'll give it to you because I'm just thinking of one guy. I started with him. I don't think he grew past beyond six figures. And in that time, you know, Mashallah built eight figure, multiple eight figure businesses and brands. Yeah. 
Some of them are public, some of them are private. But here's the thing. He never built a team. He never had a long-term vision. He never up-leveled his skills. So he used to do just copywriting 10 years ago. He still does just that one thing, which is copywriting. He didn't learn to get traffic, to build funnels, to create offers, to build teams, to do events, to host masterminds. He didn't do none of that. And it's funny because I see him once every three or four months, you know, at the gym that I go to, like, I think he goes to the same gym, but I, I go different times. So, you know, I go in the morning, he goes, I think in the evening, whatever. And so when I'm speaking to him, I can immediately tell, hey, you haven't grown much. So you only grow, you only can deal with the different levels of problems through your own personal personal development, right? Every level has another devil. It's a saying that I've always said to myself. And for you to get over and and beat the devil, you have to grow as a person. So every day, you know, if you're not up-leveling your skills, like for me, I'm listening to stuff all the time. I've carrying books with me all the time. I'm reading. I just got Homozi's book here, you know, that came in. So I'm always focused on like, what should I be learning? Who is ahead of me? And how do I adapt? Right? Like, yeah, I think, I don't know who he was, some f- famous dude, some famous dead dude. I can't even remember his name, but it was like, basically the one that survives is not the strongest or the most intelligent. It's the one that's the most adaptive, right? So I'm always thinking, hey, who is already doing X, Y, Z and they're ahead of the game? Like, for example, like I want to learn about AI. I'm in three different yeah. AI master groups. I have a, a software coming up soon on closes.ai. You know, I bought that domain. I, I, I'm going to basically have a software that's built on it around the topic of AI. So I'm like, you have to move with the times. Like that guy, I, I think about him and I'm like, he didn't move. He didn't, you have to move fast. This is another thing as well. What am I planning to do for the next 10 years? I'm planning to move fast, bro. That's it. I'm planning to move Taking fast. Off. Yeah, like idea to implementation as fast as possible. You know, your level of success can be greatly determined by how fast you hear of an idea and then how fast does it take for you to implement, right? So idea to Got implementation. And, and this is a good exercise for you, for you or anyone listening to do is... Ask yourself, when was the last time you had a great idea? And then how long did it take for you to execute it? Right? Yeah. It's like, and it could be as simple as like fix your lighting. When you do a podcast, put on a suit or whatever the thing is. But just how fast does it take for you to learn it and then execute it? You know? And so the I, I try not to think in 10-year terms because as, as great as everyone thinks it is in 10 years, dude, 10 years ago, we didn't have no idea about chat GPT and how all of this stuff was going to grow. Right. They don't know what was yes. going to happen with, so, you know, otherwise everyone would have been Bitcoin billionaires. It doesn't work like that. So I try to have a big 10 year overview vision of myself. And then I try to have like one to three year goals. Cause by the end of three years, almost most things change anyway. So, and, and I try to focus on things that will, last for a long time so for example you know an age i have a very boring business you know an agency service that is highly profitable throws off lots of cash that i can invest in other asset classes those things i like 
And then, you know, the AI software that I've, I've got in the works, I'm planning to build that for an exit over the next you know, three yeah. to five years. Got it, got it. I mean, the best quote that came into my mind is by Bruce Lee, like, be water, my friend. <laughs> no, that's the best, the best yeah. quote is right around the thing you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Well, since you've spoken about the domain, well, I know a lot of people out there, even like three years ago when we had this conversation, didn't knew about that, you know, and I, there were a lot of people, they didn't knew like you owned funnels.com, you owned salesfunnels.com, and like, you know, a couple of months ago or something like that, you actually sold salesfunnels.com to Russell Brunson. So yeah, first of all, like, yeah, first of all, I want to know like that story, like how that looked like, because still you own funnels.com. I'm pretty sure Russell Brunson asked for that, but it's not going anywhere so far. But yeah. how you have been able to like so good in uh, becoming an early adopter? Because like you had bought those domains early before ClickFunnels was even like, you know, was there, you bought it yeah. and then now you've been able to, uh, you know, sell it to Russell Brunson now. So like, how has that came out for yeah. you? Yeah, so it actually starts off when I was really young. I used to see these people with number plates. You're in Pakistan, right? Yes. Yeah, so like if you see, you know, I'm sure you have, every, every country has it, right? Like you can get personalized number plates on the car. Yeah. Right? Like the, the shorter it is, the more expensive it is. And I remember being very young and finding out that my dad's friend had bought a plate number for like five grand and someone chased him in his, in his car for like an hour or something and offered him 50,000 pounds. And I was just like, oh, wow, wow. Like, like someone must have a lot of money to be able to pay 50,000 pounds for a number plate, right? It's just a number plate on a car, right? Yeah. But to that person, it's unique. It's limited. It's scarce. It's exclusive. It shows status. And, and for whatever reason, it just stuck with me. So when I go online, you know, after a few years, one of the first things I did was I bought lots of domains. Like I own Shakir.com. You know, Shaquille O'Neal's son is Shakir, and it's, it's spelled the same way as me, right? And I bought like Hussein.com and a whole bunch of other, even four, I think I, I own maybe three or four, four-letter domains. Yeah, oh, so wow. these are like ex extremely rare, worth a lot of money. And I used to have this business called Guru Funnels, okay? And what we would do is we would build basically web, WordPress funnels, and we would, you know, charge 10K, 25K. This was before ClickFunnels was even around, okay? So I was selling funnels, and that was my brand, Guru Funnels. And that was a multi, multi-million dollar business. And in when I remember when ClickFunnels launched, that business had taken a hit because everyone was like, hey, why do I need WordPress funnels? Let me just go buy this software. And so I remember very clearly, I was in Hilton Hotel in Toronto, downtown Toronto in Canada. I'm doing this event. I must have spent like 60, 80 grand doing this event. And I'm teaching people the stuff I used to do back in the day, affiliate marketing, starting, you know, selling courses, blah, blah, blah. And people were just like, I think it was, they were just like bored or whatever they were. They were like not paying much attention. And this one kid, he gets up on, he was one of my team members. He gets on and he starts talking about this concept of, basically funnels and he goes check out this software and he logs into the software and i see everyone just like wake up i will literally walk out of my own event 
and I'm sitting on this bench just in front of the, the, the seminar room. And I'm thinking to myself, how would I position myself as an authority in the next five or 10 years when it comes to this environment? And I thought, oh, I should go and buy funnels. So I went and bought funnels.com. That cost me maybe 48, 50 grand at the time. It was, a, it, it was a nice chunk of money. And then I went and bought, and then I thought to myself, okay, because I, I knew Russell back from back in the day, right? So I was like, okay, what's Russell yeah. going to do? He's going to build this thing. And it would be cool if he really builds it big and it becomes, you know, a $100 million company. He'll probably give me a million dollars for a domain because I knew him from back then, right? He, he had that mindset of he would pay a premium. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy this domain and I'm going to sell it to Russell Bonson. So I bought funnels.com. Then I bought salesfunnels.com and I paid five grand for salesfunnels.com. Mashallah. Okay. Oh, and that's sure. the, the domain essentially he bought from me for $1.3 million. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. It, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Like how, like ClickFunnels was launched back in like 2014. So it's been around like nine years or so about that. Wow. So like considering like holding that domain for nine years, I like still be there and waiting for like, Hey, you know, I'm going to sell it to Russell Brunson. Like nine years later, it's yeah, it it requires yeah. a lot of patience. Yes, for some of the best things in life, you need a little bit of patience. And I own a bunch of other domains like marketingfunnels.com and whatnot. Yes. And so, yeah, what I learned is this, right? Like, if you can spot a trend early on, and then if you can ride the trend before everyone else, it's, it's funny because you know when I made my first chunk of money in my twenties. This was, you know, generating about $30 million. I spent around $2.5 million in ad spend on Facebook ads and solo ads and so, stuff like that. And I remember I used to get leads for like 2 to $3 a lead, right, on Facebook. And my friends used to get like penny leads. They used to like brag about how they can get like, you know, one cent leads and stuff from Facebook. Today, I just saw, you know, we're spending thousands and thousands of dollars on, on traffic all the time. So let's just say today, I think my stats show around $15, diff, diff, we run different campaigns, but one of them is like $8, another one is like $18 per lead. Just, just think about that. $18, I can spend, say, $20, $25 for an email opt-in, right? So imagine I'm spending 20 bucks a lead. Only five, six years ago, okay, I was spending maybe two dollars or five dollars a lead so if i wanted to get your email opt-in i'm today i'm paying twenty dollars but five ten years ago i was paying way more way less do i have to be that smart no do i have to work that hard no what do i have to do you have to be at the right time at the right place a lot of you know i like to give my credit to allah i like to give all my credit to god and and then secondly i you know, I believe a lot of it is timing. Okay, a lot of it is timing. I see, like, for example, I, I belong to a bunch of different masterminds. In one of the masterminds, I have two friends. You know, one of them runs a highly profitable online business. He's in the AI space. And the other guy, he's one of my close friends. He does about $5 million a month. I see yeah. two things that both of these entrepreneurs are doing, right? They got in to service and serve the sales market using AI. 
So it's like, I don't know if you heard of like, there's solutions where you can replace your setters and your salespeople with a simple AI that automatically talks to your prospects. Exactly. So I'm like seeing yeah. both of them do that. And I'm like, okay, what they're essentially providing is a closer service, like closers to, you know, instead of hiring human closers, you're hiring an AI closer. I'm like, okay, cool. What do I have to do? I want to be in this space as well. I'm going to play with all my friends, right? And so I'm like, okay, let me go and find a good domain. What's a good domain to sell a closer service? Closers.ai. Okay, so I just <laughs> got on, paid a bunch of money, and I just bought closers.ai, right? And so now it's like, so I spot a trend. I'm going to ride the trend, you know, and I have proof, exactly. proof that it's working. Why? Because I see my friends that are extremely smart, they're doing it. So it does pay off to have lots of smart friends, you know? And so yeah. I'm always wanting to be in a room where I'm the dumbest and everyone else is smart. And together we're all getting smarter. So that's like a big, big uh, framework that I've tried to live by. Yeah. I mean, I really love it. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Tony Robbins says like proximity is power which is so true in that regard, especially when you mentioned, but I think the common problem, and I think that that would be my next question uh, for you is, I think the common problem is people are pretty good in burning bridges and they don't want their, uh, they don't want their ego uh, there and they don't want to be like coachable enough around their circle or in their friends so that they can learn further from them and then be the dumbest person in the room. Like why you think so right now in the industry, people face these type of, problems so often what do you think about it usually it's like either they're young and they're naive and there's lots of ego or they're just old and no offense to anyone but they're just old and they're just stuck in their ways like for me man i'll message you if i want to learn something i don't care like i have no ego i'll message you know my video guys who, who who's here with me you know throughout the week and stuff working on different campaigns I'll ask him, hey, can you teach me how to do this? You know, and then I'm like, okay, I don't want to learn it. But I always have a beginner's mindset towards everything. Something I learned a long time ago from one of my mentors, every time I approach a situation, I just tell myself, mentor, like, like in my mind, I just say, hey, I only know 20% of this. So consciously, my brain knows not to let my ego. Otherwise, see, the worst thing is, if I imagine I just go on this podcast and I was like, I know all the answers. Whatever RJ is going to ask me, I already know. It's like, then your brain gets closed off, right? If you, and you can see, usually people that are struggling to make money, they're, they're broke or they're, they're, they're stagnant in their business. They will use terminology like this. Oh, I already know that. Oh, why do I have to learn? I just told you, you know, I have books. New book comes in. I'm like going to spend time sacrificing other forms of stuff and i'm going to focus on on reading this why because yes also that you learn the more that you learn the more that you can earn and then you know with that knowledge you can now go and delegate to other people so when i i don't really have people like that in my space if you do and you feel like hey you know what that person doesn't want what's best for me or, or they burn bridges and stuff like that you know just try to keep your circle small I have a very small circle of, of friends, you know, spiritual friends, fitness friends, business friends, investing friends. And I just keep that as it is. So 
I don't know if that answered your question, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's true because I saw a lot of young people have this sort of like problem right now who've been in the space like for a couple of years and then they're like pretty good at burning bridges. Yeah, that's that's so true. If you find yourself, your energy is being burnt by people, and energy gets sucked from doing different activities. Just make a list of it, and just realize that's what you have to cut out otherwise that compounds and if that compounds leaks yeah. into other areas of your life and business yeah 100 I, I remember i don't know if you remember about that or not but when when we booked russell brunson and when we we're ha- having these conversations you send me a voice note don't be egoistic about that at all stay calm don't don't go like on top of the world okay you have to yeah. just understand that i'm like okay cool like i have to focus I don't have to go like, like oh, on top of uh, other people's head. But uh, the next thing I want to talk about is definitely you've been known as a backpack millionaire from quite a while, and you always like travel. I think you've been in Switzerland like recently, and you just came back, which was amazing. How you were able to first of all make yourself so uh, make your team so lean? Second, being able to uh, get out of the business and not inside of it, so that you can like enjoy your life as a backpack millionaire as well. So that last, the question was basically, you, you got to repeat that part again. Yeah. My question was actually like how, one, how were you being able to make your team so lean oh, so that you can be travel okay. around the yeah. world? So in my 20s, I had built this business. It was doing a million dollars a month. It was actually this brand, worldacademy.com. And I was doing live events and all of this stuff. And very quickly, I learned that more revenue doesn't equals more profit. And sometimes just because you want to grow a business for the sake of growing and scaling, because that's what other people are doing, right? You can be like, oh yeah, I should do that. And I learned a big lesson then, because which is don't compare yourself to other people because they're in their own journey and they're doing stuff that you don't know about, right? Like for example, you know, you don't know when you see another company grow, you don't even know if, if the CEO has taken on five or $10 million of debt, right? So exactly. you don't know a lot of these things or some people will make YouTube videos, but they never sell in their YouTube videos. But that's probably because, you know, they've made money elsewhere and now they can do YouTube for fun and YouTube for in their spare time. But if you just follow that and you're like, oh yeah, that's what I'm going to copy. You don't know what's going on in the background. So it's a very quick and easy way to burn out. So for example, you know, when I was doing my live events business, I, I was scaling so fast and I didn't really offer financing or credit cards to my customers. Now, the person that I was modeling, they would do that. They would give anyone financing, you know, anyone loans and stuff like that. I don't, don't, I don't vibe with that. So I don't do loans and interest and you know, endless credit cards and stuff like that. So for me, it was like a clash of values. So I, of course, I won't be able to grow like him because he has different values. You know, yeah. I have different spiritual values that I have to adhere to. And so I learned very quickly, I guess in my 20s, don't scale for the sake of scaling. It's sexy. You know, if I tell you, hey, he's had to scale to $10 million, it's sexy. You know, everyone's like, yeah. But it's like, more more and more doesn't equal more happiness. Like doubling your business doesn't actually double your happiness. What it does is it doubles your responsibility. Therefore, yeah. 
your levels of stress is usually much more higher because now you have to develop new skills under pressure, leadership, hiring, firing, negotiations, contracts, legal, accounting, finance, all of these things now gets piled onto you. Does that make sense? Yes. And so yeah. I, I always, you know, recommend everyone should find their own kind of, you know, what's lean, what's profitable. So for me, I have a good, great business model right now. It's really highly focused on profits and being extremely, extremely lean and profitable. So I have, you know, a team of, let's just say under 15 people and, you know, we can scale to whatever, you know, 500K to a million dollars a month, you know, depending on how fast we push it. Some months I'm going to push it very hard. Some months I'm going to be chilled. And that's entirely my, you know, entirely what I want, how I want to. It's not because I'm getting pressured by here and there. So that's why I have a lean team. Yeah. And, and especially when you, I used to have a team of 55 people. So in my 20s, I had grown from like 21 years old to like 29 every single year. The only thing I cared about was like growth, growth, growth. Every single month had to be better than the next month. I had like three people that would report to me. I had like dashboards I was addicted to. I'd wake up and I'd see how much money I make. You know, it's just like aggressive, you know, and it worked well. I'm not going to complain. I had the most amazing time. I traveled around the world, lived like a rock star, you know, spent time in the best hotels, best food, best experiences ever that a 20 20 something year old could ever experience. So I had all of those. And now my 30s, you know, I have different goals, different values. And so that's that's why I try to keep a lean team here. Yeah. Oh wow. That that's so that's so amazing. And like it just right hit to my next follow-up question I had in my mind. But when you said something, it just like clicked on it, is does more money means more success in personal life? How does you define like having more money in your bank account and then be able to live a good, happy, fulfilled life? Because I've saw a lot of people out there in the space. I don't I don't want to name anyone because I respect a lot of them is they've made millions, but they're still miserable. So what's your take around that? Does more money means more success in personal life? No, really. If you don't have, you know, for me, my biggest thing is I have my religion, Islam. Yeah. I have amazing family. I have great friends. I have a great social circle. You know, I'm always learning and adapting and growing. So a lot of the times, when I, like I know one of my friends is in the industry. You know, one time he wanted to commit suicide. This was a guy who's got ripped, jacked, good looking, you know, makes seven figures a month. But then it's like, well, you work so hard, you got the fancy cars, and then you want to kill yourself. It's like, no, that means you had, you were so empty before that. Right. You are so empty before that. And that's that should be your first goal is like find the void in your life. Fig, figure out how to fix that. Right? If you have personal issues, health issues, relationship issues, go fix that instead of thinking, oh, let me go make a bunch of money. Then suddenly all my problems are going to be fixed. Usually that doesn't happen. Usually if you're sad to begin with, if you have more money, now you're extra sad because then you realize you got to a certain point in life. You work so hard, you sacrifice so much. And then it's like, what does the money do? It just amplifies. Now you have a bigger audience. So when you cry, you have more people to cry to. It's just like, so I'm very, I try to be very conscious of this. 
And I try not to just make money the end all be all, right? Like every time I focus on making money, whether it's like growing a campaign to whatever number, right? Obviously money yeah. is important. I'm going to say it is important and you should take care of your financial needs as, and create financial security, independence, independence and freedom for, for yourself and for your loved ones. But I don't think it's like the answer to it all. And some people, even if they hear that, they don't believe that. Because I was like that. Someone told me that. I was like, no, no, you, you know, I have to make millions and then decide for myself if going to bring me happiness or not. However, I will tell you, it makes life way easier. You know, it makes life, like today is what? Thursday, middle of the day. It's been like two hours in the gym. You know, middle of the day, I'm like came home, eight. Now I'm doing this with you. If I had a normal nine to five job, this wouldn't be possible, right? Exactly. So, so money does allow you to have a greater level of freedom, control, and flexibility in your personal, professional life. That's that's for sure. In terms of, it is a big disappointment when you realize another million doesn't double your happiness. Yeah. Oh. No. When you realize another million dollars doesn't double your happiness, then you're like, wow. It's funny because today I paid for a consultation in a couple of hours with a guy. He used to be the director of operations for Jordan Belfort. And he's worked with people people like billionaires, right? Like billionaires and celebrities. And he goes, they are some of the most loneliest people in the world. And he goes, during COVID, everyone stuck at home realized that that's the experience almost all the celebrities have. So sometimes you might look at a celebrity and be like, oh my gosh, they're famous, they're rich, they look happy, but they can't leave their homes because everyone just wants to go and take a photo with them. Exactly. Does that make sense? So I think one of the biggest keys that I've learned over the last 12, 13 years of being an entrepreneur is identify what is success to you, right? Like for me, success is, sure, making money, you know, that's like one aspect, but like, am I able to do it with the people that I like? Can I live on my own terms? If I wanted to just pack my bags today and, and fly somewhere, can I do that? You know, and probably 95% of the time I can, you know, if I'm doing a live webinar or something, then I try not to travel because it creates too much friction. Yes. But other than that, yeah. And everyone should define what is success to them. I know some people like one of my friends, he just flew in from Dubai you know, he doesn't make a huge amount of money, probably makes like 20, 30 grand a month, but he's happy, you know, he's content. I know some people that make millions of dollars a month and all they do yeah. is cry and whine, you know, on, on, on social media. Now, whether they do that because they're seeking attention or they, you know, it's just a character that they build, it's still, you know, it's like, I don't vibe with that. Yeah, I mean, I being content is the most important thing at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah, amazing. So, uh, that uh, one of the next thing or one of the possibly last thing I want to ask is like now you're teaching people out there how to leverage AI also in the best way possible since you're learning it for yourself as well and also you're helping other people. So, like, what's your what's your next thing? What's your next goal? Uh, if people want to know more about that, uh, that would be amazing. Yeah, I'm keeping an open diary, so I just publish everything on my newsletter, funnels.com. Yes. That's the best way people can go there, funnels.com. 
join the subscriber list. You know, we've had a lot of people over the years join the list. I send out a daily email every single day. And I just keep people posted on what I'm doing, you know, the challenges I'm going through and how I'm building and growing the businesses. Awesome. So yeah, like I will, first of all, I will definitely going to post up the link of funnels.com uh, in the description down below, also in the show notes and also the links of uh, Shakir Hussain. So you can follow him. And if you are not following in and being the part of his world, you should definitely do it. Well, uh, Shakir, thank you so much, bro, for being on the show today out there. I hope it was uh, worth it for you. Any last thing you want to say before we round the show up? Yeah, don't be afraid to try lots of different things. Just look at your life as one big experiment and every day experiment with different things, you know, and then if you can focus on having fun and experimenting lots and then not being attached emotionally to any of the outcomes, I think it's a recipe for success. Yeah, amazing. Well, again, uh, Shakir, thank you so much for being on the show today. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for watching. We're definitely going to see you guys in the next episode. Until then, peace out. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Now, if you're someone who wants to interview these super successful entrepreneurs so that you can build multi-million dollar network alongside leveraging their audience as well, I've created a script that allowed me to book over $1 billion plus worth of entrepreneurs on my show and you can get it free for now. So just go to billiondollarscript.com and it's billiondollarscript.com and don't forget to leave a 5-star review and I will see you guys in the next one.